we're back. It's true. Okay, so we we took a week off. Um, I was in Arkansas for a wedding. Mm-hmm. It was a lovely wedding. Totally properly social distance at the wedding. Mm-hmm. Don't talk to me about the reception. <laughs> <laughs> yes, everyone had masks. I saw it on video, but... At but, the wedding, but Sam, what what are we? What show is this that we're talking about? Oh yes, of course, Emily. <laughs> this show is OCD in the OC. Oh yeah. We it's always high five during that. It, if you can't it, it's tell, true. <laughs> it's true. And it feels like the high five is starts getting a tiny bit more elaborate. Yeah. I mean, we just did like three different things. Yeah, yeah. It was like the high five, fist bump. The finger uh, wiggle, the waggle. explosion yeah. hand thing that makes the people doing it feel cool, but anybody yeah. else looking at it go, "Wow, you guys are losers." Yeah. I mean, nerds. And it's even nerdier to hear it and not be able to see it and hear us thinking we're cool, even though no one is watching. We're just doing our own thing. Exactly. Yeah. So, uh, Emily, do you know what day it is? the due day to ask me a question it is so if you guys haven't noticed we're kind of i think what we're going to be doing basically is one week i'll be asking sam a question and topic the next week he'll be asking me and the next week like a debate or something different yeah yeah the last weekend of the month tends to be the debate the debate yeah which if i'm not mistaken is is next week the last weekend of the month yeah which is it perfect because I got to I got to get the last <laughs> yeah. month's debate thing so going. We'll have to figure out a really exciting debate that we should come up with soon, yeah. so we could prepare. Yeah, the, well, well, normally this is off the cuff, but we're gonna try to have a little more preparation for the debates just because yeah. then it's a little more in depth. Now, yeah, where we can bring like facts and facts you know. and figures and do you have data. any ideas for that yet? What to debate? Oh my gosh! I mean, there's the problem is there's so many things that there's yeah. nothing. We just have to figure out something that we feel like we could, like, ooh, I could argue that I have a good argument, you know, like, ooh, something that's exciting, something so, that's interesting will keep you on the edge of your seat. Exactly. <laughs> but okay, so take it away, Samwise. So. Uh, now this may seem a bit of a rehash, but mm-hmm. we're going to take a different spin. Okay. Um, it's Father's Day today. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Uh, what? You're like, so what is, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> and uh, Emily actually, mm-hmm. bef- bef- before I continue, mm-hmm. uh, Emily, you announced something on social media recently. Oh, yes. Um, Gary and I, my husband, are going to have a baby. I'm going to have a baby in December. Oh my gosh! <laughs> That's what you meant, right? Sam, he know he's known about it yeah, for a long time. Yeah, I have. Time. He is one of the first people we told, actually, in like, the beginning. Congratulations! <laughs> Thank you! But it is now out in the open, 14 weeks preggers, so. Oh, and? The baby is the size of a fist. Isn't that Whoa. big? Whoa! So, so, it is so the open. baby protesting? <laughs> no, the baby is um, peacefully uh, just staying put these days. Um, Fair enough. <laughs> I'm trying to think of like a funny 2020 pun, but I, I don't know. I, I I mean, if the baby's being silent, isn't that violent? <laughs> oh, Sam. Uh, no, the baby is the baby is innocent. Okay. Okay. And I'm this is sorry. a controversial. Um, 
uh, announcements Gary and I almost made. I'm sorry, I'll let you get to your question, but uh, Gary and I almost, because some people, especially like other women who are pregnant right now, they hate the term corona baby or like, you know, um, quarantine baby, you uh -huh. know, and I, Gary and I kind of think it's funny, you know, like we're, we're not easily offended or anything, you know. But we wanted to actually, for the picture, we wanted to each be wearing a mask and then have, like, a tiny mask over my stomach. <laughs> yes. And, but we were like, but people might be like, but it's a serious thing or something. You know, you're, you're downplaying, like, the virus or something. And we're like, no, it's just, it's funny because, you know, it is it's what it is. It's the time you're in. And yeah, you got to be able to laugh at, like, stupid yeah. things like that, you know. I mean, but. heck, uh, be before we get... That that actually reminds me of um, but how funny a tiny little mask is. That is cute. <laughs> yeah. That is adorable. Thank you. And that, like, ha have you seen the movie The Producers by Mel Brooks? Oh, it's been a while. But I mean, I saw the old one. I think. Yeah, that's the good one. Oh yeah, the Mel Brooks one. Yeah, where you have you have two Jewish guys produce a play, parodying the oh, rise of Nazi Germany, Hitler, Germany right? with with the with the song Springtime for Hitler. <laughs> And people, you know, some people thought it was hilarious. Others were offended. Mm-hmm. Mel, and, ju and just that you guys know, Mel Brooks is a Jewish World War II vet. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, he knew. <laughs> he was aware. There, there's so many, like, movies and shows that, like, I'll watch, especially with Gary. And we always go, this would never be made nowadays. Like, there's so, I mean, we're watching Seinfeld, you know, this beloved show by all, and they have some really, like, twisted humor in it that you would never hear nowadays. It'd be, like, you know, forbidden. Yes, because you know? today, the only jokes that are okay by all are sex jokes, because mm -hmm. sex sells. Yep. Uh, it's the only thing that's PC right now and not taboo. Ha <laughs> ha. There's a taboo game. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> But anyways, so, that's so Emily. Yes. Okay. Back to the question of the day. Since it's Father's Day. Mm hmm And I'm, I'm not saying uh, all humor is. I'd like. Funny. What okay. are your thoughts on the importance of fathers in a family? Mm, good question. Oh. <laughs> Which I know, unfortunately, given your yeah. history, also has some. Well, I well, as if you guys have listened to our. Memorial Day podcast, you know that uh, my dad passed away when I was seven, no, eight years old. Mm -hmm. um, but he was still, he was, when I was little, a huge part of my life. But growing up, he was still an active part of my life. You know, it was still, people around me were sure to like tell me and my siblings, my siblings and me. Mm -hmm. um, wisdom and guidance that he would have given so it was like he was still very present you know I think through prayers and stuff but um but it's definitely I can definitely see where some things in my life are more difficult because I didn't have him around through a lot of stuff you know a lot of identity things but I definitely think and I don't know why this is so controversial but I definitely think well and I know by facts to have a father figure in your life can help you actually achieve better success in life. That that is true, and this is this is a fact um, recognized by uh, previous uh, 
previous mm -hmm. uh, leaders of the NAACP, mm -hmm. as well as uh, President Barack Obama, mm -hmm. where uh, a fought where a huge where uh, fatherless households mm -hmm. can be a huge uh, knock against mm -hmm. your statistical chances in life. Mm -hmm. uh, it's from it affects everything from your chances of graduating high school to going to college to getting married yourself to having you know children it, in wedlock to making money you know like it's uh, like if you went to a prison mm -hmm. I I think the the odd the odds of any individual prisoner uh, not having a father mm -hmm. or not having been raised with a father is. Mm -hmm. I think it's over 50%. It oh, yeah. It may even it's be a higher. Big number. Oh, yeah. I think it's... Is it 80? I'd have to look. Yeah, I was thinking like 75 or 80%. Because, because people, and this might be a controversial thing, but people downplay the roles of men and women nowadays and the difference in men, men and women. And this isn't saying that you can't have success. No. Or, or do well in life if you only have... A mom or only a dad even um, it's saying it statistically it, it kind of stacks things against you and it's um, maybe not as easy to achieve things and it's also not like downplaying like single moms who you know the the they're doing a bad job or something no it just shows that in the house you're working with one it's it's a family with one hand tied behind their back yeah exactly so it's That's not like downplaying like what people go through and saying no. like, oh, it's their fault. It's saying it's literally something people struggle with. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah, it's and that has not that's not that's not faulting the person who has their hand tied behind their back. Yeah, it's just a reality. Mm -hmm. And you do the best you can. Mm -hmm. So and, and I'm so lucky and blessed because me and I think my siblings could have my siblings and me sorry aunt sue I. <laughs> oh my siblings and i sorry double sorry i aunt could sue. have my aunt is a um, definitely a grammar um a grammar aficionado aficionado. yeah sam's mom she would she would be correcting me over all this <laughs> but anyways my siblings and i especially especially oh i know for sure me i'll speak for myself could have gone off the deep end we could have made we and we did we i made some bad choices in you know my earlier years or early 20s or whatever but we always had people around us who knew that since we had lost our dad, they knew that we needed something to f kind of help fill in that gap. So first of all, we always talked about my dad, like I said. Mm -hmm. Second of all, I had my uncle, Sam's dad, who was basically like a step-in father figure. You know, he's literally my godfather, who, um, who was always there to... I remember when I had like boy troubles when I was 12 years old and he's like, he was very defensive and very Aww. like in a very father, like paternal way. Like he, he was very like, I'm like, oh yeah, this is what it's like to have a dad. I forgot, you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, very like, um, but just, he's very protective and stuff. So we were very is lucky. Is this advice so. time or is this, I need to beat somebody up time? Yeah, exactly. I'm good with either. Oh, he was, he, this was, yeah, he was, it was intense, but, um, <laughs> he's, he's. He's the sweetest guy you'll ever meet, by the way. But he's he's very protective of his people, you know, and loves his people. His yeah, but. my my dad's. Uh, sorry, is it okay if yeah, I? Yeah, yeah. He uh, one of his sayings is, or one of his 
goals in life is like mm-hmm. it's like well as as orthodox christians we believe uh-huh. that we're all going to eventually face the last judgment mm-hmm. and his goal is that he's going to look around see okay we all on the right side with the sheep okay there's my wife there's my kids there's my family we're all here mm-hmm. that's, that's his goal that's his goal yeah his goal is to go lord we're here we're all accounted mm-hmm. for yeah not one is missing and like yeah and he's always been the one for my like my brother for me who's been kind of like the person where like like if we need to talk or even my husband like when you talk to someone about like job stuff that maybe my mom isn't as like equipped to like know what to say we always are like let's talk to uncle tim about it you know like it's so we've always had kind of people who've and, and our grandpas were very close to um who both passed away um but we always had these males in our lives who knew who kind of stepped up and took the role but but there's so many there's so many people even that i know that they only have an active mother in their life and and i think mentally it actually and and this is also proved by statistics but mentally it may, there's something about not having a dad that's can make you not as secure in life you know um you don't in a lot of ways and this isn't this isn't like through and through 100% but in a lot of ways the the mom in the family is very nurturing and the dad's guiding, the protector and the dad's the protector and so when you don't have the protector and and the mom will protect too but oh I mean, yes mama mom Mama Mom's bears are amazing yeah. and awesome. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like I'm not ever saying anything bad about anyone, but yeah. but to have this, um, and a lot of times, not in every family, but a lot of times, the man is actually like the more quiet, like watch watchful, uh, like calm presence in the home, you know. And sometimes mm-hmm. that's the mom, but in a lot of ways, but there's so much that a man brings to the table that it's just different dynamics when you have a man and a woman running the house it just brings these two dynamics that somehow work perfectly together to give their children and, and obviously there's a lot of bad situations where the mom and dad are not working well together but yes. but in an ideal home they'd have the mom and the dad um working together and i think that's just the best whatever dynamic it is as long as it's a good healthy one i think that's going to give the kids the best success and i i was i was seeing on facebook so uh-huh. i have not verified the truth of this particular statistic uh-huh she's we've been throwing out statistics i i know we guess what we're not encyclopedias mm-hmm. i know i know uh, there's some people we who don't are need to fact check anything what? <laughs> <laughs> that. Yeah. but um something anecdotally i the the final thing is true but um, it was talking about the chances of kids uh, going to church into adulthood. And mm-hmm. it was saying if neither parent goes to church, it's about a 6% chance. Mm-hmm. If just the mom goes to church, it's about, I, I forget if it was a 30% chance or a 13% chance, but it was substantially higher than mm-hmm. neither parent. Mm-hmm. If just the dad goes to church, it's a 57% chance. Wow. And if both parents go to church, mm-hmm. I believe it was a 76% chance. Mm-hmm. I wonder why do you think people get upset by those statistics? Um, assuming that they're true mm-hmm. or close, 
I would say that the upset is this is this false false uh, association where when something is not equal mm-hmm. when it comes to gender or mm-hmm. sex or whatever, mm-hmm. when something isn't equal, mm-hmm. then they then they think it is evidence of an inequity. Mm-hmm. Right. Where that's a good way to put it. Where an inequity is bad, mm-hmm. um, but equality is not necessarily a good thing. Um, one, I, yeah. And there's there's certain like the concept of equal under the law. Mm-hmm. That's great. Mm-hmm. The concept of equal results. That's in if, any case, yeah. Yeah, that's not even just genders. Yeah, yeah, not not gen, not just look literally anything. I if if the equal result is I'm is uh I'm on the I'm on the sidewalk I'm on the sidewalk without shoes and half a ripped shirt half a ripped shirt and that's it. Yeah. And the other guys in mm-hmm. the same boat I'm like and that's option 1 where oh we're equally miserable in squalor mm-hmm. or option 2 is I live in an apartment and I'm doing okay, and the other guy's a multimillionaire. Mm-hmm. Well, gee, I wonder which one I'm gonna pick. Yeah, <laughs> it's okay. It's okay for because one is what's interesting is one has equality and yet mm-hmm. inequity at the same time, and mm-hmm. the other has is unequal and yet is equitable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I always look at it as like um, equality is giving all the students an A, no matter what, um, giving them uh, opportunity of equal outcome is letting people study and giving them the tools they need, you know, like, we, 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 we have, as long as we have laws that um, treat everyone equally, you know, like, everyone can fend for themselves, like, technically, you know, but. Um, so, uh, get, actually, getting back to the original topic, mm-hmm. Emily, um, mm-hmm. Have you found, have you found the, 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 uh, have you found that with uh, kids you've taught in terms of fatherless households that how, I mean, without yeah. going, without going farther than you're allowed. Right, right, right. Obviously, um, I know I'm putting you in a bit of a half the <laughs> a dance. But, um, I think, I think kids are actually really good at hiding it. Like when they're at school, I think. A lot of kids, and maybe kids who have like maybe rougher backgrounds, even they're really good at hiding it because at school, at least like we're with my staff, we like to like create a really good ambiance, positivity, and stuff. So I think the kids feel really secure. That's good. But I know, and not just saying my students, but in general, kids are really yeah, they're really good at hiding it. That's what makes it hard to know, like when there's when there's danger or trouble a lot, you know, um, a lot of bad behaviors are from not just, um, like fatherless households, but just questionable. Like, it, there can be, there can yeah. be blind. And I'm there not can just be saying my, I want, I don't want to just speak for my students. I mean, for any kids I've known or from like case studies and stuff there, you know, and I'm not saying any of your students were abused, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, we, no, me neither. Um, <laughs> and, and, 
honestly, we live in a really good, like the school I work at is like, most of the families are really good. That's you know, awesome. People, like legit people. But I know, I know from even just learning about working with kids and studying that kids are really good at hiding it. They'll show you that they're hurting though in other ways. And it's, once you pull about the, back the layers, I think it's pretty obvious, you know, which kids. And it's not always just single parent household. No. Or, a lot of times it's, you know, it could. I don't want to, I don't want to say anything that makes it sound like I'm disapproving of these families, but yeah, just things that aren't, when, it it, when people like aren't living there's in there's arguments the, yeah. at, like, there, mm-hmm. it could be, how shall I put it, the, yes, single parent households can definitely cause stress on a child, mm-hmm. abusive ch- households, mm-hmm. and then usually the things that can break up a marriage, mm-hmm. kids glean up on, those things are... Mm-hmm. What are they? What uh, money? Money problems, um, infidelity problems, mm-hmm. and family problems. Right. And when I say family, I mean like in-laws. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and and I will say that you know there's some people who are great families, and maybe they'll have a kid that's really difficult. Mm-hmm. But I always know I feel more comfortable knowing that they're in good hands and I feel like they'll have a they'll I still feel like oh you'll be okay in the end you know um when kids have more support it's just how it happens when you have more support in your life the odds are in the your odds are in your favor yeah ever in your favor. when you when you only have you know when you don't have as much support and um Maybe all you need is the support of one person in your life, and you can do be successful. But I know, for me, a lot of times, um, my mom was enough. A lot of times, I needed another perspective. Like I said, I needed to talk to my uncle. I needed, I needed um, that masculine figure in my life, and it's just, it's just a fact. It's just how it happened. It's not like by choice or something. It's not because I didn't, you know. And my mom was never not okay with that. You know, she. We all kind of have this understanding in our family that there's different roles in, in the so, marriage and in the family. How do, so for people who, for whatever reason, find themselves lacking a father figure, mm-hmm. uh, how does one go about getting that in a healthy way? I think definitely, I think definitely, well, the easy thing is to say go to church and have like a priest, you know. Yeah, that's um, that's not it, a bad or one. Go to church and have it to have a pastor you can talk with somebody or or find someone in your family like an uncle or a grandpa that you can talk to if you need, or or if you're you know if you only have a dad, same you know talk to your grandma or something. It's good to surround yourself with mm-hmm. good people from all sorts of walks of life, anyways, but especially in your family that you trust, someone you really trust. The other thing is, in general, with friends and stuff, I'd say, you know, surround yourself with people who care about you and who love you. There's this, like, saying, there's this saying before that's, like, when your children are little, like, a a lot of people nowadays want to say, you know, don't tell a little girl she's pretty. Tell her she's smart and, and cool and boss girl and all this stuff. But then I heard someone say, no, you gotta tell them they're beautiful and pretty and lovely because if they don't hear that when they're little they're going to look for someone else to tell them that when they're older 
because, um, and same with little boys, you know, don't just say like, oh, you're smart, like tell them they're strong and brave and stuff and you kind of got to, these things that people just think are worldly, it's okay to do that because then it will become worldly when they're older. So you need to find people in your life that will tell you things like you're beautiful from a sincere spot, you know, yeah. and give you that reassurance and that's actually what's going to help you in a lot have a lot more success too because so, if, you know like if I was ne- you know if there's a young girl who's never told she's beautiful but it's told she's smart by um, maybe a man like her dad or something she's going to grow up and always not always but she's going to be looking for someone else to fulfill that does that make sense yeah which actually gets me to another thing which that- I know a lot of this is probably too like controversial or something about gender but it's but I'm like, this is just you, my, our opinions, right? <laughs> wait, Emily, are you saying that there may actually be some differences between boys and girls? I think I am. <gasps> I know. Oh, no. I know. It's just... Which actually gets gets to an interesting concept of mm-hmm. uh, that I hadn't thought of before, but mm-hmm. are there virtues mm-hmm. that tend to be a bit more masculine and virtues that tend to be a bit more feminine and i'm not mm-hmm. saying that there isn't any crossover mm-hmm. um obviously joan like joan of arc mm-hmm. amazing courageous yeah. <laughs> badass yeah <laughs> woman woman definitely one of the youngest generals in history yeah exactly um one of the only women to like lead the go lead to an war and lead a yeah lead an army lead literally a nation's whole army in a time where women were not ever thought of anything like you know don't leave act, she act, I mean she ended up getting martyred for mm-hmm. that actually exactly. I yeah. mean yeah but um but she still proved that women can do stuff like that and you know um there's definitely virtues I think and and it's hard to it's always hard to that's what I was saying like not all families, though. It's like where the the mom is just like the um, nurturing, and the man is just the stoic, like boss man. Like a lot of times, even some women in our own lives, they're very like feisty, and you know, like <laughs> like they'll you know you know what I'm talking. About. Yes. And they'll they'll be very like you know, make a lot of decisions in the household and stuff. But I think when you're I mean, look, even, like, the way you um, have children, women grow the child. They, Their their bodies and souls would know what to do in that situation. Men don't can't do that, you know? Meanwhile, the man's goal is going, is generally going, okay, how do I, how do I take care of, how yeah. do I take care of her? How do I... What plans do how, we have to make to yeah, make yeah, sure what, this all... Do I need to, okay, do I need to paint the den? Yeah. Do we... <laughs> But, yeah, Do we know the gender out. so I can find out if I need to paint it pink yeah, or blue? Yeah. Or uh, uh, the guy for the first time ever is having to plan the party or something. Yeah, it's I just know. like, ah. I know. And, and again. Not, um, wait, again, this isn't for, this isn't. Yeah, uh, because like I, I have a lot of like planning stuff and it comes. But Gary, my husband, is definitely like more of the money guy, like the business side of things naturally. And I'm more like oh, we got to get the house ready for the baby, you know, and stuff. But, but he's like, okay, what do we need to do to make that happen? And I'm like, more like the... What actually what needs actually to happen. What actually needs to happen, yeah. 
And I feel like that, I feel like that's similar in a lot of relationships on varying levels of like emotional. And are you, you know? saying that those pieces together balance out in a yeah. strange, strange yet perfect manner? Yeah, it's weird, isn't that? Wow. Oh, but, but Sam, I have a, <laughs> what do you think, um, do you think there's, boy, oh, this is a whole other topic, do you think there's boy colors and girl colors? Um, <laughs> when it comes to boy colors and girl colors, I think. Because you said pink and blue earlier. I did, I did. I realized, <laughs> I, I realized I was stepping in it there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's scandalous to say, Sam. <laughs> I think that, uh. That that is that. Here, how shall I put this? I think that when it comes to color colors, that does tend to be a bit more of a social construct mm -hmm. in terms of those associations. Um, it's why. It's why if I'm in, if I'm in a, one country, or if I'm in as U.S. citizens, red, white, and blue. I you know I feel pumped and mm -hmm. and uh, it's more yeah like what it represents exactly and so yes those there are symbolic representations mm -hmm. now I I will admit that um there is an objective an objective answer to beauty mm -hmm. where things are actually beautiful mm -hmm. um like for instance humanity humanity mm -hmm. is actually beautiful mm -hmm. uh whether one color or the other represents a gender or not um that's i find that to be uh, it i that's a uh, more of a question mark i don't think it, how shall i put this um I understand why it happened. If you look at the history, it was kind of a marketing. There was marketing techniques and mm -hmm. and kind of it, it. It's how shall I put this? Um, the solar system. Mm -hmm. Do you know that all the planets and asteroids uh, go in one direction when they orbit the sun? Mm -hmm. There are different speeds, but they're all going in one direction. Yeah. That's not how it started. Mm. It's uh if you if you uh take a system like that mm -hmm. and you have the central mass and just put in a ton of stuff mm -hmm. with the energy spinning in different directions, eventually the momentum will overtake in one direction or the other mm -hmm. where it will all end up in one direction, but it doesn't start that way. Mm -hmm. And so when it came to the pink versus blue, in terms of marketing, mm -hmm. they were trying both. Yeah. For both. Mm -hmm. And that it and for whatever reason, mm -hmm. maybe it could it could be subjective. It could be maybe people have this inherent this inherent strangely inherent knowledge that that's the correct whatever. Overall, I'm not sure. This would actually be a good debate topic. Yes, that, <laughs> so and like, that's I why have it... arguments in both sides, you know. Oh like, yeah, because first of all, yeah, and it eventually settled. Yeah, as this like oh, this is just what we a masculine color tends to be more blue, and a mm -hmm. feminine color tends to be more pink because right. reasons. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think. Um, 
I know, because the two sides of it is like little girls like things like pink and purple because that's what they see their toys in and stuff, you know? Mm -hmm. But at the same time, take a girl and a boy, give them choices of colors, you know, of the same, like a crayon. The girls a lot of times will pick the pinks and purples and the boys will pick like blues and greens, you know? Mm -hmm. And so it's like, it's kind of like which came first, the chicken or the egg, you know? Like, (laughs) is it because they see all this stuff in the colors or is it, like if you picked a kid who'd never seen color before and let him, you know, would they choose pink if they're a girl and blue if they're a boy? I don't know. And what also gets interesting is I remember hearing about a speaking of dads. Mm-hmm. I remember hearing about a dad who he did a little experiment on his daughter where mm-hmm. he, he gave her some like you know cars. Mm-hmm. And he remembers like you know it's toys like mm-hmm. okay it's a little girl cars cool, um, just kind of mix it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. And he goes into a room once and she just goes don't wake the baby and she had she had used the bigger car as the daddy car and the smaller cars as the baby cars that's so cute (laughs) yeah it just shows you how how little boys and girls pick different ways of playing too like people try to you can try to get your kids to play with certain things they're gonna play with what they want to play with yeah. Like look at look at uh, like the little boys in our life versus the little girls in our life. Very different. So so true. so to bring it all full um, circle, um, men and women, in my humble opinion, and it's okay if you disagree, um, are very different, and they bring different things to the table. And in raising a child, um, I all this is a thing we didn't even touch on, but I think having a good mom and dad um, is really good and a lot of people I've talked to say like let the the love between the mom and dad be like the most important thing in the household because that way the kids will learn how when they see their dad treating the mom right Mm -hmm. the little girls will see oh that's what I need to look for like don't look for it don't settle for anything less when um, when the little boys see how the dad's treating the mom and the mom's treating the you know, that's how they learn to be little gentlemen. Yes. And so it's very, um, it's also like you're a role model of how to live when you have that. And when you just have, say, a single parent dating around and struggling, um, there's nothing wrong with that, but the kids might not learn or see a healthy relationship like the people, the, like the kids with two parents would. There's, it's it's a balance, and mm-hmm. getting introduced to that balance is very important. Mm-hmm. So, concluding, we'd just like to, th- we would, one, like to give a big old happy Father's Day to all the fathers yes. out there, and all those soon-to-be COVID quarantine fathers out there, yeah. too. <laughs> uh, we'd also like to, we would also like to... Um, and to the future fathers... Sam, <laughs> that's you. <laughs> uh, I, like we are Sarah and I are not pregnant currently. No. <laughs> um, Gary's but, a Gary's a present day father. Um, we consider this his first Father's Day. Oh, <laughs> that's good. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And when it comes to and we'd also like to, we'd also like to re- give a give remembrance to fathers who've passed on, mm-hmm. and thank them for their. Thank them for their contributions. And in any of those... And their prayers. 
Yeah, and any of those like male influences, such as grandpas, uncles, priests, you know, like the people I leaned on a lot growing up, godfathers. So thank you for listening, and we will be back next week with a special debate that we will announce next week. Maybe when we get our Facebook up, we can announce it or have people suggest debates we could do eventually. But for now, for now, I'd just like to say. Thank you for listening to Emily and Sam for OCD in the OC. Oh, yeah. There, we did it again, Sam. That's true. (laughs) Good night. Good night.